This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. It's Monday the 26th of July. Justin, Qantas staff have been dealt another blow. Ooh. The Big Q has been telling workers to prepare for more stand-downs if lockdowns keep going. Brett, turns out billions of dollars in JobKeeper payments went to businesses that actually increased their revenue during COVID. Oh, no. So now there are calls for these naughty, naughty businesses like Harvey Norman Ooh. to pay it back. Name and shame, Justin. Three really just stories today, Justin. Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Coles has axed its little shop and Sticky's plastic toys in a bid to become a much more sustainable company. One of the great backflips of our time, Brett, and a bold move, actually. Mm. So what is the story here? All right, context, Justin. The little shop toys were the teeny tiny plastic collectibles that Coles gave to their customers who spent more than 30 bucks. Think Colgate toothpaste, Tim Tams, mm-hmm. and Wheat Bix, all adorably cute. But, Jazzy Boy, the rare ones were selling on the black market, aka eBay, for up to 5000 <laughs> Now, these little gimmicks were a real winner for Coles. They had kids screaming at the checkouts for their parents to spend more. But Justin, after three years, Coles has done the old 180, mm-hmm. cutting them entirely so that they can become Australia's most sustainable supermarket. So what's the key learning here? Collectible campaigns have proven to be one of the great marketing masterstrokes of the last few years. Get this. Coles' Little Shop had over 700,000 search results on Google. There were more than 20 Coles Little Shop Facebook groups, including <laughs> one that has 22,000 members? And and the Woolies Ushies campaigns have been equally successful. But the problem is, Justin, nearly 70% of Coles customers reckon the collectibles are just contributing to plastic waste. Mm. So the big trade-off facing Coles is, do we impact our revenue by canning Little Shop to improve our sustainability? And Coles is finally giving in and canning them altogether. But also, consumer expectations around environmentalism have evolved a lot in the last three years since Little Shop was born. So Coles sees a move towards sustainability as a big drawcard Mm -hmm. for customers in both the short term and also the long term. Mm. For our second story, Aussie mining behemoth BHP (laughs) has signed a deal with none other than Tesla to supply nickel for Tesla's batteries. All over the headlines in the last week, old BHP, what is the story? Well, Justin, we spoke about BHP potentially selling off its oil and gas business just the other day. And now, BHP is keen to supply Tesla with the most important battery-making material of all. That being nickel, Fluxfam. BHP's Nickel West division, which operates in WA, sealed a deal with Tesla last week. So what is the key learning here? This is huge for BHP because the deal could represent their future and potentially the future of the mining industry. See, BHP says demand for nickel in batteries is estimated to increase by more than 500% over the next decade. Largely thanks to the growth of electric vehicles. Which means, Justin, that big mining companies who traditionally sourced most of their bread and butter from fossil fuels Mm. could now have a whole new trendy customer and a broader company purpose for our third and final story Salesforce has closed its $37 billion deal to buy Slack and together the pair have made big, big, big plans to take down Microsoft. (laughs) That's a whole lot of name dropping you're doing there, Brett. (laughs) Who's who and what is the story? All right, so some background here. Salesforce is the $74 billion software company that acts like an all-in-one sales slash marketing service for businesses. And Salesforce has finally closed its massive deal with Slack. The same very Slack that is a bit 
bit like WhatsApp, but for work. The same Slack that never gives you a break from Leslie and Legal. Or Michael from Marketing. (laughs) But it is a little bit more millennial friendly. And finally, Justin, American antitrust regulators have approved the deal. So bye-bye Microsoft now? Potentially. So what is the key learning here? This big deal with Salesforce brings Slack one major step closer to its mission of killing email. Yeah. You see, as a lone startup, Slack hasn't been able to do it on its own so far. But now with the backing and the muscle of Salesforce and a whole new customer base, the chips are starting to fall into place for Slack. In the past, the CEO of Slack has actually said, Justin, that Microsoft has been unhealthily preoccupied with killing us. That is harsh. But now that Slack has kind of evened the playing field with Microsoft, is this the end of Teams as we know it? Flux fam, we love having you listening to the podcast every single day with us. And if you're enjoying the podcast as well, make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And one better, Justin, if you give us a review, we'll give you a shout-out on the pod this week. So make sure to get reviewing right now. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.